I'm going to upload the latest episode of Business Jazz Podcast here on Anchor. It was recorded last Tuesday and it's just been released via SoundCloud to the thousands of people who have subscribed to it. So I just thought I'd like to uh, put it here on Anchor. Because you never know if somebody might listen to it and maybe there might be a conversation about something on it. But it, I have to tell you what it's about. It's really the biggest central part of it is about how on earth are you going to get through the year ahead. And it uses an idea of, which came from Chris Brogan about using three words to navigate on choppy waters through the year. So what you're going to hear next is Roger Overall, my great, great friend who lives just up the road from me and with whom I make the Business Jazz podcast every week. You're going to hear him and me um, talking about how to be genuinely attractive in business today. So there, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I hope you enjoy it. And actually, I hope you get something useful from it. Yeah, that's more important than just enjoying it, I think. Or do I think that? Hmm. Welcome to Business Jazz with Paul Omani and Roger Overall. The podcast about how to be genuinely attractive in business today. Longest podcast ever recorded, Roger. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking one. of? Mm. I'm thinking of business jazz getting into oh, Guinness Book oh, of I Records. Oh, I see what you mean. Not, okay. okay I mean, well, yeah, we, I mean, I like the idea. That I mean, imagine be, um, setting up the podcast in a place and being able to keep it going by a succession of people coming in coming in yeah. well they did uh, the, what i saw on youtube was on the beam channel and i forget the guy's name who, who did it but he read from start to finish the new u.s tax code i thought you were going to say something interesting <laughs> no so um it took him over 10 hours to, to read the new US tax code. You didn't get in the Guinness Book of Records for that. I don't know. Because if I could get in the Guinness Book of Records well, for reading for ten and a half hours, I would definitely go at, um, I'd go at Ulysses. I reckon I couldn't read that within ten and a half hours. Or else, if I really did doubt that, I'd go to um, 
in English would be Remembrance of Time Lost, which is A la Recherche du Temps Perdu by Proust. Isn't, is that the biggest, longest that, novel that's ever the longest written. novel ever written? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, Don Quixote is longer than, um, uh, than Ulysses. Welcome to Business Jazz, the podcast all about literature and long texts. No, not really. It's about how to be genuinely attractive in business today. Welcome to season five, the premiere of season five. Yes, and just while we're into the introducing the podcast, we, I think, have just been talking, Roger, about PR or marketing, because we've just been talking about how you could, we could, um, raise awareness for the Business Jazz podcast and one of the ways of doing it would be to get into the Guinness Book of Records. And the idea was to have the longest podcast, longest single episode of a podcast. You have that little bit of conversation recorded, have I do. you? Yes, we're in there. But that's not what, I don't think that's what we're going to talk about. We, we have a couple of things we could talk oh, about. I'm Paul Omani, by the way. Hello, Paul. In I'm case Roger, anybody wants to, meet to know you. my full name. <laughs> Yeah, what, what is the agenda for today, Roger? I haven't a clue. You're going to tell us. Well, I, I had two things noted down. We could do the Chris Brogan three words, or we could talk about your experience of a certain company's customer service. There are two things there that well, I think would be we, worth talking about. We are a name and shame company, or a name and shame uh, podcast, but I think we should do the uh, Chris Brogan's... Um, uh, my three words for 2017. I mean, we're at the beginning of 2017. If we try and do, we either wait to do my three words until the start of 2018, because it will not be, I mean, imagine somebody not gaining the benefit during January of my three words. I mean, one what twelfth. An outrageous shame. Out, what an outrageous <laughs> Terrible. shame. Terrible. Well, the other, th the other thing is, I mean, and here in straight away, we're off the, off the bat, episode one of season five. Here's a lesson. Context and timing are important in being attractive in your communications. Because what is the point of us halfway through the season going, Paul, now let's just talk about the three words that you've chosen to help you start off the year well now that you're six months into the year that would be less effective so let's let's that would only be effective if it was how to rescue your year after it's gone entirely wrong during the year <laughs> so far let's give some context we're talking about three words we've mentioned chris brogan so what on earth are these three words well chris brogan who is a US business thinker, let's describe him that way. He has this, he has this idea... Ah, no, no, hang on, hang on. For in the interests of uh, full disclosure, I regard myself as a friend of Chris Brogan, and Chris Brogan lives near Boston. He's an author uh, also. I, I have to say this, he's unknown in Ireland, you see. Um, and he hasn't yet spoken in Ireland, and that may be my fault, that's another issue. But basically, we've got to say that Chris Brogan has written several uh, books and Business Just Podcast probably wouldn't exist but for Chris Brogan's uh, weekly newsletters. Meanwhile... <laughs> so Chris has this idea, and it's a, very, a very, it's a very different kind of thinking about the start of the new year, which is instead of 
coming up with a long list of New Year's resolutions, things that you're going to do and how you're going to improve yourself and actual concrete things that you're going to do, the most common of which and the most, I suppose, stereotypical of which is join a gym and get fit and healthy and what have you. He says, look, none of that, because that's very hard to maintain. That's very hard to follow through on. It's very hard to keep going. And it, all the evidence is that by the second week and perhaps even earlier than that, the resolutions haven't been followed. Correct. Yeah. So you you've basically you're two you're two weeks into your into the new year and everything's fallen apart straight away. So what he says is, well, why not choose three words that act as beacons, act as guides? So you have three words that you can hang up somewhere, memorize, however you want to uh, use them. But they act as your guides to the year and they encapsulate what it is that you want to achieve, what you want to do, what you want to change. They will, they will give you guidance during the year. So Paul and I have, Paul more religiously than I have, um, have always had three, three words at the beginning of the year. So this episode we're going to talk about our three words? Always isn't. No, no. Brogan began this in 2006, I think. Um, you can find uh, Chris Brogan's three words every year since 2006 on chrisbrogan.com. I think I've done it about five times since then. I think I must have missed 2010, 2011 for sure probably did it in but anyway it doesn't matter but the main thing is i don't want people to think that we've been doing it forever well i certainly haven't yeah so paul what are your three words and why did you choose them well i'll tell you what my three words are roger because if i turn to my diary on my smartphone you will notice that on tuesday the 16th of january there are three words here leave bond and harmonize right? Tuesday the 16th of January. Now let's look at Wednesday the 17th of January. Leave, bond, harmonize. Uh, let's look, just jumping ahead, to the 16th of March. Leave, bond, harmonize. In other words, I have this year decided to put my three words in every single day's diary. That's very clever. At the same time, I see, 8 o'clock. No, well, yes, I guess I wanted it to be one of the That's first very things good I would see every day. That is now, a very of course, good idea. if you were working in an office job, you can, if you own the company, you can put them on the wall. Yep. If you are the person who does the photocopying and bring the tea around, you can put them in your locker. You can have them as your screensaver. So when every time your computer goes to sleep, they scroll, they appear on screen. That's and everybody who walks past your desk, in fact, you can put a title on it, My Three Words for 2018. I tell you what, if you were, if you were that way inclined, or in my particular case, you'd have to be very brave, you could have them tattooed, you could have 2018, and you could have your three words tattooed to a part of your body that's Oh, great idea, Chris. We can get aren't Chris. <laughs> Great idea, Roger. We have got 10 uh, digits on hands and 10 digits on toes. That's 20 years. Well, toes aren't that effective, of course, because you'd be wearing shoes most of the time. Do you not take off your socks at night going to bed? I, Paul, I wear glasses. I can't. If I take my glasses off, I can't 
my feet may as well be in a different continent or time zone. All right, all right, like all right. Let's, let's what you could here. do is you could you could write do them on the back sides. of both sides of your fingers. There you are. That's twenty years. Okay. The palm of your hand, the back of your hand. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's that. Anyway. I thought you were going to suggest that we could laminate a little card and put it into your wallet. I'm not sure that would work for me. It would get hidden. It would get lost. Or else you bring out a new business card every year. A new business card every year. With your three words. With your three words. Well, isn't that a... I mean, here's an icebreaker. There's your business card. It's immediately different because it's got three random words on it. Plus, if you put a little bit of... My words for 2018, surely somebody's going to look at that and think to themselves, what on earth? Why? What is that about? Here's the other thing is, you know Dilbert? Yes. There are several characters in Dilbert. Well, there are not that many characters in Dilbert, right? You, Roger, overall talented, uh, well, I called you talented, I mean... It's true, then. Uh, cartoonist, right? Yes. Has a cartoon running throughout the year in which the word leave, bond and harmonize continuously come up throughout the year and situations where you need to leave things you need to bond things well those and you need to harmonize yeah that would be a very good idea actually that's a brilliant idea because the three concepts can be the guiding principles for the cartoon so you think of situations where people have to leave bond harmonize or combination of all three or two of the three or what have you and they highlight, I suppose, the next thing we're going to talk about, which is, well, why would, I mean, of, of their own, leave, bond and harmonize, they're just in three random, just random words. So what, what, why did you choose leave, bond and harmonize? Well, right. And I'm very glad you asked that because I have seen some people saying, tell me your three words and people tell them in three words and people, you know, can only say, oh, they're very, very interesting words. But yeah, why did I say, what does leave mean? Well. Leave for me, uh, the number one thing is that it's about legacy. What am I going to leave behind me after I have gone? So all the time during 2018, a constant theme in my mind when I'm making decisions about, you know, will I do a podcast or will I write a book? Are which is going to leave a better legacy. So if I just take leave, there might be other, there are other meanings there can be for the word, but legacy was really what my thing was. Okay, so I use that to discriminate between things. I use that to discriminate between which uh, clients will I work uh, with, which, who will I collaborate with. Um, I, it forces me to think, who is my legacy for? Because it's obviously not for me, because I'll be gone. Um, and the other thing is, the theme of legacy may very well come up during this year, particularly by, if I'm working with somebody and I am, for instance, trying to find out you know, who are they? You know, what kind of a, what, what are they, what are they like? You know, the way you would when you're talking with somebody, you don't know them and you just want to get clear. What are they like to see if you're going to work with them? So you could say to somebody, as a matter of interest, you know, what would you like to have on your tombstone? 
That's your legacy. What, 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 what's the purpose of having this business? What's it going to leave after you've moved on to your next business, serial entrepreneur? What are you leaving behind you? Anyway, that's legacy. Mm -hmm. And out of interest, why did you go for the word leave and not legacy? Got one syllable. Ooh. I err on the side of one syllable. And also, leave is a verb. Legacy's a noun. Leave is active. I, I have exactly the same reason. We'll come back to that if we get to my three words. But I have, I have, the, same, I have, the, same, I have the same concept in, in one of them in terms of uh, a verb versus a, um, uh, something that is, has happened, if you like. Um, okay, so leave, bond. Bond. Bond for me is about teamwork. I'm not going to say anything else because I could I could explain more, but it's I think pretty obvious. Well, teamwork. It, it is, but then bonding most people, with others. Most people building you, rapport. People who know you see that you do not struggle with these things anyway. So you wouldn't you naturally do these things. So to choose a word that would would guide you for the year doing something that you naturally already do, that's an interesting choice. Well, people might say, look, Paul, you're good enough at that already, right? I've had this, uh, you know, I believe in continuous improvement. Well, so what looks... that's what they say. It doesn't matter what yeah. other people say. It's about... What know, I say what, to myself yeah. is that I need, that I want to be, uh, on one level, I want to be a better collaborator, right? We'll use that as synonym for teamwork. However, there's more to it than that, which is that it raises, the, I have the question forefront of my mind, is this a person I can work with? I can do my best work with. Can I form an effective team with this person? Can I collaborate with this person? Before, you know, a project can be terribly exciting. Right, terribly exciting, fantastic, great idea. But it can, that can be the worst thing that can happen because you get hooked on the project piece of work and you don't ask yourself in the course of achieving this project can I work with these people mm. have I got the resources I need even have I got a team and you know for all sorts of reasons including personal ones like my own mental health I need to be uh, careful that I only work with people who I work well with I mean that's the only reason I only work with you for the sake of my mental health if I didn't have vulnerable mental health, do you think I'd work with you? <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've heard the opposite, that people have avoided working with me for their mental health, to protect their mental health. Um, okay. um, I, forget, I forget now what the third word was. I never um, think that people on podcasts should laugh at their own humour. No, it's true. It's dreadful. And I the third the word, you can't you remember it, will I tell I, you? I, Yes, what was the third word? Yeah, yeah. the third word is harmonize. Harmonize. There Which is actually a very, um, not a word I expected to use because I have a track record from time I was quite young that I like to challenge. I like to disrupt. I don't suffer the status quo gladly. When I'm trying to justify it, I say I have a commitment to continuous improvement all the time. If you have a commitment to continuous improvement, you know, you look around the Republic of Work here 
And instead of seeing a place that is fantastically good, you notice that, you know, if only we did something else, it would get even better. Now, that leads me into, uh, you know, kind of emphasis on, um, on conflict, really. Now, I'm not against conflict. You know, I believe it's a great skill to be uh, good at it, how to conflict well with other people. But also, the other side to this, and this really, I didn't think, I, I would have said this first if it came foremost into my mind, and I do think every month somebody should ask you, what do you mean by this? Continuously to be. Mm. But Harmonize is all about um, keeping myself well. It's about health. Body and mind working together seamlessly. The unconscious and the conscious flowing mm. well. No, uh, no nightmares if possible. Harmonize. Mm. So, and also actually on a very, very personal level. I do not want to fight with my wife in 2018. <laughs> you leave that for 2019. Um, no. Okay, no. so... There you asked me that. I want to ask you the same question, Roger. Do you have, first of all, do you have... I, I do. Three words. I do. And I'm reaching for my, my He's phone. He's reaching for his phone. Yeah, not because I put them in my diary, but because I logged the moment that they occurred to me. Um, and they, they happened to... I wasn't going to do three words. I was not participating this year. Um, but then I was thinking about three words, because I knew you'd be doing three words. And then I thought, well, what would they be? And these thoughts were occurring to me while I was running. So I reached for my running app which is on an iPhone, which is taking ridiculously long to load. <laughs> Actually, people will be saying to themselves, oh, I run, which, which app does Roger use? Roger uses Strava. I also have RunKeeper, and I kind of go flip between the two, but Strava is my current favorite. S-T-R-A-V-A. Yes, and it um, has a huge social component to it, so. Okay, finally it's loaded. I'm scrolling down, I can tell you See, the handy thing about this is this demonstrates that it's no good having three words unless you can remember them. And secondly, that it's actually quite difficult to remember your three words. Now, if you can't remember three words, how are you going to remember your objectives? I'm not saying I can't remember them because I did what Chris Brogan said you shouldn't do. And he says, do not have three words that make up a phrase, a coherent sentence. His thinking behind that is if you do that, you're going to waste a word, at least one word. So I've gone against that, I've gone against convention, and my, my three words are planning, quality, and moments. So, and they form a phrase. And they form a phrase which is a coherent, understandable sentence, planning, quality, moments. But let's just talk about where we are. Does moment have an S on the end of it? Yes. Planning quality moments. Yes. So it started off as being uh, creating quality moments. Um, because 2018 for me is going to be a year of creating much more. 2017, I create a huge amount in my work, a massive amount of videos, writing, photographs, what, what have you. But I wanted to do more 
and more creating for me. But in just creating something, you can't just... I, I was running along and I thought, creating quality moments, that's, that's, that's good. I like that. We'll talk about the two other, other two words in a minute. Um, and I realized, well, do you know what? If you just create in a vacuum, that's not good enough. You know, I can't just create. So I really, really, I need to be strategizing and, and, and there needs to be more of a, a structured plan came to mind. So then I thought, well, there plan quality moments. Because if you plan, then it doesn't necessarily mean you're, you, you'll execute, but there's some kind of underlying structure. Then I thought, well, hang on a moment. If you plan quality, then that's, if you've planned something, that's happened. It's a written down, concrete, non-living thing. Whereas if you say planning quality moments, it's an ongoing process. So there's an element of feedback. Um, and I need, to, I, need to, I need to plan, I realize, far more. I, need, it's, I don't really suffer with execution in a way. Uh, if I don't execute, if I don't do enough, it's because I haven't planned enough. I haven't got the planning properly done. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to start seriously planning stuff. And, and what I love about that on this podcast is the connection between how to be genuinely attractive in business today because one of the key skills to be genuinely attractive in business today is to be planning to be genuinely attractive in business today. Yes. So yes. that's a perfect link in to this particular piece of work. Well, if you don't, I, and, and one of the key things about planning is making time to do something. That is, I found the key thing. If you don't, if I don't put it in my diary, it's not going to happen. But if I have it in my diary, that there is a set amount of time for, for instance, cartooning, for client work. Now, I have my, my, my weeks made up in grids and every hour, if you like, is allocated. Now, I know that my standard grid for a week is not going to survive Monday morning. It's going to change, but that's fine. But at least I have time allocated. And if I have to take time away from something on one day or at a certain point in the day, I know that I need to make up for it somewhere else. Or if I don't make up for it, I'm aware that there has been a loss of progress in a certain area. So planning, very important for me. And I need to get more rigorous about, because I'm going to be growing show and tell communications, I need to get more rigorous about planning actions, monitoring data, working with data, etc., etc. So planning, that's the first word. Quality. I'd notice that I sometimes can drift off very easily. I get very distracted when I'm working. And when I'm in the flow of things, nothing can stop me. But if I'm doing things that I don't really enjoy, I'm very easily distracted. So I want to focus more on being in the moment. All the um, time. As much as possible. I don't think I can do it all the time. I, I hope think. not. You're going to burn yourself out. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. I'm talking about me. I mean, I mean I don't when know. golfers go out on a golf course to play, mm. I'm talking about series, they get into the zone for playing their best shots throughout the round for perhaps two minutes, mm. uh, four times uh, a hole, and in between, they're way out of that, the chat between the uh, caddy and the golfer. Well, they have, that, uh, they have that luxury that they, can, that they can do that. I mean, if I worked in two-minute blocks, 
and then chatted for I'd never get anything done so I have to my blocks have to be a bit bigger than a bit longer than two minutes but nevertheless um, cutting down on distractions and I'm I'm compared to a lot of people I know I'd be very productive but I just know that I can improve in that space um, so and, and not just in business but in all aspects of my life so when I go running making sure that I'm in the moment of the running and that I'm concentrating on the running. Um, You're watching the traffic. <laughs> I'm watching the traffic. Um, and making more moments and having more experiences and doing more things so that you, know, you reach a time in life and you start to realise, well, hang on a minute, I've had more than half the time that I'm going to be allocated. I know that. There is no conceivable way I am now going to live to twice the age I am now. So my time is getting progressively more valuable to me at the very least. So I need to do the most with it. I need to just be conscious that 2017 went by in a blur. Quite frankly, I'm, I can't believe it's 2018 already. And here we are in 2018 and goodness me, we're halfway through the month. <laughs> How has that happened? So time goes very, 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 very quickly. So making sure that I make the most of the moments that I, I have. Quality is to do with making sure that I do the best work I can in every instance. And under and in the circumstances, because I do think you, you, you have to sometimes say, look, I need to do the best I can given the oars I've been given to row and the time I've been given to, to, to work with, this is as good as I can get it, but I'll make it as good as it can be in that time. I'll take the resources I've been given and I will milk the most out of those resources to the best of my ability. Um, not that I wouldn't have, have done that, but I think, I, I definitely think you get, certainly when I'm cartooning or when I'm doing things, I don't, I don't push myself hard enough. In my running, I don't push myself hard enough. I run, and I'm fairly fit, but I amble along, and I, there's no improvement. So areas where there's, there's, there's possible room for improvement, that's where the, the quality comes in. And then, because I just remember phrases easier than loose words, planning quality moments, and also because the phrase planning quality moments actually pretty much describes every single of those individual elements anyway and how they hang together. So those are my three words for 2018 that I'm... Why do you think anyone else listening to this podcast could benefit from using this approach? Well, I think first the, the first thing that springs to mind is Chris is the reason that Chris is gives is that you will forget your New Year's resolutions very quickly and start feeling bad about not implementing them. Whereas this, this is just guidance. You can actually stray and your three words, they're kind. They're, um, they're on your side. They will guide you back. They don't make you feel bad. If you aren't, if it's a, for instance, if I in February realize suddenly I'm not doing as much planning and monitoring of results as I should do, I don't need to feel bad about that. My three words, my planning word is a kind word, or I, this is how I experience it. So it's going to encourage me back on 
the track, it's not going to make me feel guilty and it's not going to make me feel bad. Whereas if you have a New Year's resolution and after two days you've given up on it, then you're going to have a period of, oh, I feel dreadful about that. And then you're going to have a period probably of, oh, well, I can't do it. I'm, you know, whatever. So, I, so that's one benefit that I see is that they are kinder and gentle and they nudge you. Can I, I'd like to slip one in then. And in addition to that, the year ahead, whether we like it or not, is outside our control. Things are going to happen. There's going to be global movements, all the Bitcoin you've got in your wallet that is the seed capital for your new business that you're planning. Goodness knows what the price exchange value of the Bitcoins are going to be. No matter what kind of a business you have, we could have a very, very wet summer. You could be running a cafe. You could find that you're not selling as many or you're selling more, whichever. Who knows? But basically, the year is going to be choppy waters is a, a possible way. There, there may not be a tsunami coming, although there may be one coming, but the one thing certain is the tide is going to turn during the year and, some, and something's going to happen. It's going to go out and in. Times are going to be easy and times are going to be hard. Definitely not going to be all downhill. Consequently, how do you think on your fees, adapt and change and cope? You need guidance. So, no matter what happens, no matter what changes, Roger overall is going to be using his planning skills. He's going to be continuously throughout the year, going to be noticing what's going on at that particular moment in time. He's going to be noticing his own abilities he's going to be living in the moment, not being distracted by regrets about stuff that wasn't done or massive hopes about things or fear of the future. He's going to be in that moment. And in every single piece of work, no matter you know, he will be, what quality will be throughout this coming year, is the best that can be done with the resources which are available, not the best that can be done if everything was different. So as the year goes by, the resources may increase, the resources may decrease, the work will change, the outcomes will change, but at each stage, there will always be quality. Doesn't he listen well? Doesn't he listen well? Um, Paul... <laughs> Thank you for a brilliant recap of my three words. I will not endeavour to do the same with yours, um, simply because you've run out of time. Where can people find out about you, Paul? Where can they get in touch with you? Where can they follow along with you? What you're doing? Where can they make sure that your legacy bond harmonised three words are being lived this year? Oh, no question. This coming year, show and tell communications company owned by you you can find me there. So for this year, every time you hear me mentioned, it's going to be either Omani blog on Twitter or else show and tell communications. And I'm on the website. 
Paul is indeed on the website. Um, and you can find out about me at showandtellcommunications.net as well. You can find back episodes and show notes for this podcast, Business Jazz, at businessjazz.net. And that's it. Oh, final thing. We do need to thank you for listening. We know you've got plenty of other things you could be doing with your time, so the fact that you spent some time with us means an awful lot to us. And if you know of one other person who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, would you mind introducing it to them? Thank you very much. From the Republic of Work, we wish you happiness, I think, in 2018. And high productivity. Mm -hmm.